Kings of the North is here. Woo! Woo, woo, woo. It's good to be back. Woo. Another zany week zany. of NFC North action. I'm excited for the regular season. Why is everything always zany? It has to be zany. Yeah. This is Rob with an H, joined by the Beefcake. Hi, I'm the Beefcake. You may know me from such films as David versus Super Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Pigskin. Uh, designated drivers, the life-saving nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us this week, a very special, what I'm sure to be is going to be a very revealing guest. Oh. Dr. Pigskin <laughs> has joined us. Hello, everyone. And just to, just to clarify, Dr. Pigskin, yes. uh, describe your relationship to Professor Pigskin. Um, well, I'm the actual academic of the family. Yes. I am wow. the, the younger cool. sister to uh-huh. um Mr. Mr. Pigskin over yes. there. Whoa. Mr. <laughs> there's no there's no MD there. No. Nope. Nope. Hey. Um He's a, a fraud. P- I have a PhD in football. We've all we've long speculated that Professor is a he he teaches at like University of Phoenix or something like that or or like Trump University or something. <laughs> or some just sort of you know, lower class university in that the professor mo- moniker that he's given himself is uh, pretty shallow so i'm um, hopefully you can you can kind of shed some light on yeah. that well let me just say i i don't remember a graduation ceremony there, okay. there so it is. let's uh let's just leave it with that yeah i think it was one of those things that it was like <laughs> you printed it off the they emailed like the a pdf of yeah, the certificate I'm, it's <laughs> like the drew Brees passing record ah, <laughs> right. certificate. yeah yeah that's I'm, exactly i'm actually what like also reverend too that's how You're i got reverend. It. <laughs> <laughs> reverend I, have, I have a lot of titles <laughs> yeah <laughs> away, i'll pull another one out like that that's right a man of many titles well thanks for joining us doctor and uh, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yes, I'm hope. I mean, Professor Pigskin has been riding high these last couple. Well, since we started the show, really, he's just since been, birth, really. Yeah, yeah, he's been pretty insufferable since I've gotten to know him. And hopefully, you can uh, bring just a little bit of uh, humility yeah. to the proceedings because we not, haven't been able to do that. It's what I specialized in. It's, Good. It's not going to go well for me. Well, we'll find out. Okay, gentlemen and doctor, let's uh, begin the proceedings. Um, Let's talk about uh, this week's NFC North games. Yeah. Um, kind of a, a, an interesting week. Every I'd week say. is interesting. Every that's, week that's is interesting. Sure. Never a dull Starting moment in the Starting with week North. one, right? You know, I'm really excited for the first week of the season Yes, it's finally November. It's, it's yeah. finally here, right? So yeah. get, These games finally but start to matter Starting off on one, it's got to be a sour taste in your mouth. Uh, yes. You know, it, <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we uh, dig into maybe that? Yeah. That first loss of the first, first real loss, loss of the year. First loss of the year, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so the uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, your thirteen time world champion, Green Bay Packers, <laughs> went really? into Mine. yes, everyone's. We okay. we all share. Um, they went into Foxborough, one of the toughest places to play, no doubt. Sure, um, where the Patriots have dominated over the last what twenty years, probably something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, lost uh, 31-17 mainly, uh, and, and I'll say this, first of all, Tom Brady did not look his normal self for most of the game. Uh, I think this was definitely uh, a Belichick win instead of a Brady win. <laughs> oh, mm. all right. Mm. All right. Uh, What's your angle in saying that? <laughs> well, I'm Is just saying uh, that the, the, I'll, the better coach uh, won this game, the best coach to ever uh, coach, lace him up, if you will, <laughs> um, 
uh, lace pit, up the hoodie. The best, lace yeah, up the hoodie. The best and, coach to ever cut off the sleeves oh, of his hoodie. Is he ever? <laughs> um, he certainly won with an inferior quarterback. Um, <laughs> and uh, wow. you know, sometimes, some sometimes that's just how it goes. You know, you you get out schemed, you get outwitted, and uh, um, the Packers were sticking with him until a uh, late Aaron Jones fumble kind of turned the tide and couldn't quite. Those could, turnovers have killed you. Fumble risky. It's it's not it's not. The turnovers themselves—it's the timing of the turnovers that have just been, you know, timing is everything. It, it really is. Um, so, so since Belichick won and not Brady, would you say that McCarthy lost it or Rogers lost it? Oh. Well, he, oh. Okay. <laughs> so um, welcome to the show. That actually is nice because uh, I'm going to bring up something because uh, it is actually election day uh, today as we're oh. recording this. Nice. And on my ballot uh, for. Uh, mayor, I definitely uh, put in Mike McCarthy, <laughs> oh, and for, every, for all of the judges uh, on the back part, I voted for him because. Uh, wow, as we know, I'm going to die in McCarthy Hill. Um, yes, you are currently dying I, in this hill <laughs> <laughs> every day, every yeah. day a little more. Um, no, I don't think McCarthy lost the game. I think that. Uh, that so Rogers lost the game. No, I think <laughs> it's that. One or the other. Okay, write it down. Bad, bad players who are no longer on the team lost the game, which Ooh. makes me to my player who I'm putting in my doghouse, and that is safety Jermaine Whitehead, <laughs> who got ejected for hitting a guy in the face, which, why would you do that? You have helmets on. It doesn't yeah, that's, make not, sense. that's not smart. And, is, and was uh, released from the team on today, Tuesday. So, good riddance. Oh, you know, I, I heard that um, when the Packers released a player, I was like, oh, they're going to get so much better. Oh, wait, it's not Clay Matthews they released. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> nothing's changed. I thought for a second. That you wish you could have Clay Matthews on your team. Are you kidding me? He'd be a great backup. He'd, uh, with that hair? Like <laughs> Practice you could, squad you could do the Viking. You could do the whole Viking thing, you know, with the hair, Norse God type we'll thing. Let him be blow, great. We'll let him blow the Valhalla horn sometime of the, before the game. Um, so actually, in honor of uh, Dr. Pigskin being on the show, we're actually playing doctor today. Oh, yes. Um, mm. And so, um, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I am a PhD in football. And mm. so I have a couple. I <laughs> ah, quiet yeah, you. No, no. Let's, uh, let's put on a little music. What do you say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, oh, this is fantastic. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we're playing doctor now. So. Uh, my first diagnosis starts with my professor's blackboard stat of the day. Um, God, I'm really, blackboard? I'm really amping He's, up the academia. This is just... You if you were actually in academia, you'd know people don't use blackboards anymore. Hey, I'm old school. Um, I, I, I will back the professor on this. It, old school is, is pretty badass, so, I'm not going to lie. In uh, the last 10 games with Aaron Rodgers, the Packers are 3-6-1. and one. In the last 10 games with Brett Hundley, they're 3-7. and seven. Ooh... That is concerning for Aaron Rodgers. And so I'm going to diagnose him with, uh, I call it McFlabism, named after Donovan McNabb when he got old and put on weight. Uh, Donovan McFlab, named after him. Um, and Rodgers needs to stop these Me First endorsements, break things off of his three celebrity girlfriends, and reconnect with his family in order to return to rid of this so, McFlabism. I don't understand how reconnecting with your family is going to make him lose weight. Because usually when you're eating with your, like you're hanging out with your family, you're eating a lot more Feel and you gain weight. Yeah. You know, comfort food. Yeah. So I think that being away from his family has actually helped him stay away from getting fat and, uh, you know, losing all of his mobility. Clearly. Know, the, the numbers don't lie. Three, six, and one concerned. My also with Brett Hundley, who's at least cheaper. I'm not at all concerned. And sign more players. I'm not at all concerned because we have somebody better than Brett Hundley now. We have Deshaun Kaiser. Ah, right. Wow. Which, you go like four and Clear six. upgrade. <laughs> Hey, that's one more win. 
I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw in my own uh, little diagnosis here. And, okay. Uh, I'm glad you brought up uh, Jermaine Whitehead because mm. you could tell that the Packers have begun taking Accutane because their Whiteheads are all suddenly gone. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Uh, Getting through it, you know. Yeah. Growing up a little bit. We're, we're growing, growing up. You know? That's exactly it's, right. It's, it's the time when we become we turn from boys to men. Wow. Exactly. That's all. Yep. You know? I uh, like that. Yeah, um, thank you. You know, and while we're on it, I also have a diagnosis for the Packers. Um, it's kind of interesting. Nothing is actually, you know, physically wrong with the team. Um, but they, I think that they have a clinical depression where they're getting inside their own heads, telling them that not good enough, and then creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. So um, nothing's wrong with the team. The team is extremely good, uh, extremely <laughs> talented, but they just <laughs> keep uh, yeah. they keep shooting themselves in the foot when it matters the most. And, uh, uh, yeah. Darn. Uh, wow. Do you have any diagnoses? Um, none for the Packers. All right. Ah, see? Yeah, there it is. So because, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you can just tell that there's just nothing you can do. Yeah, it's terminal. Let's pull the yes. plug, right? It's terminal. It's really, at <laughs> right. this point, it's just palliative care. You know, <laughs> I, I, I got to say they do look really sick, especially the defense looks really vulnerable. And I say laughter is the best medicine. So they need to actually ask the Redskins for ha-ha Clinton dicks back. Uh, <laughs> that's the only we thing. We lost all the laughter. Yeah, the racism. laughter. That's great. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. The R words. Uh, yes. On this, so we all know on this election day that uh, Professor voted red. It's fine. That's up and down the ballot. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Good song. Yeah. So, yeah. That's all I had for the Packers, really. Um, going home to st- face the struggling Miami Dolphins, I think it'll mm. good, I, good time I, to... I did have one more for thing for the Packers. Oh, okay. And um, I thought the big, the big thing with this uh, particular game was this was the second career meeting of Rodgers and Brady. Right. And, you know, the first, first meeting... At Lambeau, Fun game. Aaron Rodgers came out on top. Fun game. But now, that was before. Now, if we're living in the present, we got to say this that? is like the, a lot of people are saying this is the meeting of the greatest of the goats. And sure. both of them were kind of saying that, oh, the other one is the greatest of all time. Sure. Now it's time. That debate has been, mm-hmm. it, it's finished. And so I'm going to give Aaron Rodgers some goat's milk. Ooh. <laughs> because obviously he needs something to beef up his resume now that he's lost to Tom Brady. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Goat I'm, milk is excellent. It's it's very high in goat protein. Goat cheese is good, too. Oh, oh my goodness. I love goat cheese. Yeah. Now we're, oh, we got to stop. Oh, so man. tangy. Right after a nice pump, you know, you, you really oh, get that protein it. in. It's all oh, absolutely fantastic. It was chocolate milk. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Chocolate goat's milk. Oh, talk about a one-two killer combination. That's a great. Can you imagine how much mass you would tack on think, with that? I think we gotta we gotta make that uh, the first Kings of the North like merchandise item. Mm. Oh. Chocolate goat milk. Chocolate yes. goat milk. Oh man, like your face with the horns of a goat. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. You, uh, I'm writing this down because we we can't wow. we, we, Look 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 out on Twitter because this is coming out sooner yeah, rather yeah. than later. Let's do people. it. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. Well let's move on to uh, a game that Professor and I were watching very intently. That's the the Lions coming to US Bank Stadium and mm-hmm. playing the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was uh, not good for my Lions. Yeah, that but was But I will say this, and you might balk at this. I thought that it was twenty four to nine. I thought that this game was actually a lot closer than the Whoa. Then the score appeared because the Lions were getting to the red zone, but then they were just messing stuff up and they were had to settle for field goals. Uh, and, no break. And, and they had a a self-inflicted turnover 
Right. I, I'm right. not sure what mm-hmm. Stafford was thinking there. That was so. I mean, yeah. they were definitely in. I thought the Lions' defense held up decently. No, um, I, I'd agree. I'm a big guy on like the the score isn't always indicative of like the the quality of play. Like how the Vikings were very close to the Saints last week. Um, so I'd, I'd say the Lions uh, played them fairly tough. But who played even tougher was my MVPs of the game. The Vikings' defensive line spearheaded by the 3.5 sacks of Daniil Hunter and his 32-yard mm-hmm. scoop and score. Uh, by the way, Daniel Hunter leads the league in sacks is 11.5. Yeah. Yeah. But Ten sacks total, I believe. Ten sacks on the day, which yeah, is a Vikings record. Outrageous. I think two off of the NFL record of 12, Yeah, uh, which is pretty wild. Stafford had never been sacked that many mm-hmm. times, and which was uncharacteristic. The Lions had done a pretty good job of keeping the pressure away from him, but there was no running game to speak of that they could, could uh, kind of counter the pressure that they were dealing with. Um, it was just a tough day, tough yeah. day for Stafford. I felt bad for him. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to throw it back to uh, Daniil Hunter, who was also my MVP as well. Um, and I Great was actually, I was minds. actually um, watching the, the game with Mr. Pigskin over there. Come on. And we were actually, um, we were commenting, especially Mr. Pigskin was commenting on just how outrageous <laughs> Daniil Hunter's arms are. Oh, and in fact, God. I was... Googling Daniil Hunter just yesterday just to look up some stats and stuff. And um, the third result when you look up Daniil Hunter is Daniil Hunter arms. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. What's the second one? His, like... Uh, Stats. Daniel oh, Hunter steroids. His like, yeah, it's like, yeah. His, thank you. His like bicep veins are bigger than the beefcake's biceps. They're they're insane. Yeah. Well, that's because that's I'm all hard. natural. So. Yeah. Right. Well. All natural. Yeah. Oh, it was also you. nice to see Everson Griffin back in the mix. Got a sack and a was half. It really? and yep. it was really? Yeah, he got a sack and a yeah. half. And he and Daniel Hunter were doing like jump kicks after a sack together, mm-hmm. which was pretty dope. Uh, jump cool. Yeah. Um, but my real professor's blackboard stat of the game goes to Delvin <laughs> Cook, who on a 70-yard uh, run, uh, clocked in at 22 miles per hour, the fastest time clocked in at the NFL this year, faster than Kareem Hunt. Then why didn't he still score? Got, yeah, he still got tracked down. I mean, yeah, that's, that, why, that's I, stout no. Lions defense, you know. It's it, it, true. Yeah. Yeah. He took a, took a good angle. but <laughs> Tenacious. And, and he, so fastest player in the league coming back for the Vikings, primed for the regular season start to uh, lead us to this eight-game playoff push. All right. I am excited for the regular season. I, uh, going. I'm going to give, uh, since we're still playing doctor, I'm going to go ahead and prescribe some champagne Ooh. for oh. one Calvin Johnson, whose uh. record <laughs> record remains yes. un, uh, uh, unbroken. Right, right. Adam Thielen only had like 20-some yards. Yeah. Something yeah. like Came that. Down had fast. a touchdown. Right. Uh, yeah. But uh, God bless uh, the superior, I mean, the, the all-time great Megatron. Uh, it would be a disgrace to have uh, a scrub like Adam Ooh. Thielen go ahead and break Ooh, his record. So is. I'm Did glad you know, the line. I, just man. like last week, you were talking about how Flag it feels. You're talking about the, this isn't roughing the ah. passer. We were talking about last week how during losses we can at least hang our heads, hang our hats on uh, like stats being either yeah. being established I'll or not broken in this case. So. Mm-hmm. Um, sending uh, sending some bubbly well, to Calvin Johnson. Megatron. Rob with an H, if you want to talk stats, I have a, something for you here. Um, the Lions this have not fun. won a division title since I was born. Yes. Oh. In my okay. entire lifetime. Oh, are we talking about division titles? Three, are talking, 93. Who cares about division titles? Let's talk Super Bowls, right? Isn't <laughs> yeah. that what we really care about? Okay, yeah. Let's let's talk Super Bowls then. Well, <laughs> don't get them started. Don't yeah. get them started. Well, if a Vikings fan is going to come at a Lions fan over winning stuff, I mean that's going to be the default response, mm. all right? Uh, 
Uh, speaking of uh, Megatron, I actually I was thinking of him early today when I was making some of, one of my diagnoses is on the Lions because um, I'm detecting from Stafford. Stafford, all right, he had that play where he like threw the ball backwards instead of taking a hit, and then he yeah. ended a loss by taking a knee, which I've never seen a player, a losing team, take a knee before. Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, I would say Stafford is coming down with a case of the Honolulu Blues, um, <laughs> as seen before in That's Barry good. Sanders, Megatron, That's and excellent. other all-time great Lions players, and the only cure to the Honolulu Blues is an early retirement. Oh, I think nah. I say Matthew Stafford, hang him up right now before you take more hits. That's uh, Wow. No, he's still in his prime. You know it. You know, so I actually, Barry Sanders. That's the point. I actually have a little diagnosis for the, that. That you know, kind of plays off this a little bit, uh, but it's going to extend beyond Matthew Stafford. Um, I'm going <laughs> to give the entire uh, Lions, not not just the organization, but the fan base, <laughs> the city of Detroit. Wow! Um, wow! It's pretty clear that your Detroit football Lions have a pre-existing condition. And, uh, they suck. They've always sucked. And they always will suck. Sorry, man. There's based not much you can do about on, it. You know, uh, there's nothing. Based on your votes, they will, they will be denied yep. coverage. It, oh, oh, no. There's no, no, there's no turning back. It's just no. this is the way it is, you know. Well, I mean, coming from a team that also lost this week, and actually back-to-back losses, I mean, I'm oh. sure you can empathize in terms of sucking. Hey, we've all right been now. there, you know. I mean, the nice thing about my team, though, is that, you know, they get better and they rebound. Unfortunately, you're just kind of – there's, there's not much you can do there, you know. Good luck. The, uh, the night is darkest before the dawn, you know. <laughs> sure. Oh, man. That's what I keep telling myself. I've got a couple more diagnoses as well. Yeah, yeah. I, have, yep, I got more. All right, I got more too. So I'll start another one off here. This one is also for the Lions. Uh, it kind of ties into the NFL theme of the week, which seemed like all the coaches staffs are wearing like full like army fatigues. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. sure, it's the Veterans Day starts a week early. It's a three week holiday now or something like that. Um, it started the regular season. Oh, that's what so it yeah. is. So that, there you yeah, go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> um, Just a however, I, guess. I noticed Matt Patricia was not wearing full fatigues, and he oh. had like a lion sweatshirt on. Wow. So I am diagnosing him with anti-troopism because um, he wasn't Whoa. in full uniform. That's a that's a strong accusation. Wow. Um, his cure is to spend twenty minutes watching truck commercials while singing the national anthem while oh. s- uh, while saluting. Um, and that's the only way. That's why the Lions, lo- Lions lost is because of lack of respect for the troops I, by Matt Patricia. I couldn't mm-hmm. agree more. That's that wow. is erroneous. <laughs> I bet erroneous. He was, I bet he was kneeling in the tunnel while the national anthem. Oh, was I'm being sure played. he was. No, no, no. I guarantee it. We're going to no. find video evidence on this as well. <laughs> I'm sure that he just. I mean, he's a fashion-oriented guy. He probably burned the American flag in the locker room before the game. I think he did. Just to send a message. Yep. That is Obviously. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That he's is absolutely ridiculous. He's a straight-up commie. <laughs> he's a pinko commie. <laughs> he's, he's reading, like, some Marxist bullshit. <laughs> I mean, coming from Detroit, the way that the federal government has turned their back on them, I can't exactly blame them if that is the case. But, <laughs> but I think that is ridiculous, what you just – that accusation you just threw out. Being a – I mean that'll get you fired. Goodell will get involved if he hears this and he and he checks the tape and thinks that <laughs> Patricia. No, is no. There's plenty of hush hush money going around. He'll be just fine. You think so? Absolutely. It's politics, man. <laughs> it's politics, bitch. <laughs> it's All a million right. dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, any other diagnoses that any of you want to give out? Yeah, I've got a couple. Uh, okay. They're not yes. for any specific team, but rather for kind of the NFL Ooh. as a whole. Um, Interesting. Mm. I. You know, I want to see some showmanship out there. Things are looking mm. a little little slow, a little dead. I oh. think the NFL is coming down with a case of uh, snorzesia. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, I just want to see something fun. So 
this this dust has a not been shy about criticizing some of the kicking. Um, one of yeah. one, no, one so of Mr. Yes. Mr. Pigskin. Mr. Pigskin. Mr. Pigskin. Um, yes. And while I don't have a necessary a solution for the um, field goals, I got to say extra points are just, you know, they're just so um, placid. They're just, they just happen every Good time. Just very boring. Um, and it's just, you know, every now and then someone misses it, but I want things to get livened up a little bit. Well, I, I can see where you're coming from because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like the only people that do miss it are, are the Vikings. So, um, yep. you know, it's it, it, it it's boring for most teams. And it's boring and for Green the Vikings. And Green Bay when they play Detroit. Mm-hmm. Only when they play Detroit. That's right. But, um, but again, it's it's one of these things where, yeah, you know it's going to happen every time that every other team will make them and the Vikings will miss them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally understand mm-hmm. uh, where you're coming from. But um, my idea here Ooh. is that rather than having the kicker kick the extra point, whoever scores the touchdown kicks the extra point. Okay. Mm, All right. Interesting. Okay. You know, just I'm not against throw, that. Throw it that. back a couple weeks ago. Linval Joseph ran it in. Yo. Hold Stops on, on the sideline for his oxygen. Make him come back in and kick the extra point right. because then this also might drive more two point conversions. Hold on a second. These two have been have like been talking collusion. Yeah, there's collusion going <laughs> well, on no because collusion. this is all part there's of Mister no Pigskin's plan to eliminate kickers from the NFL, and I will not stand for it. Hey, you know what? During the she's my deep state plant. The uh, the Browns uh, Chiefs game. The Browns only did two point conversions, and they met, and they missed on all three of them. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't let the Browns be the standard. Come on. No, I'm saying that it it is more it fun is. when you're going for two. But yeah. that being said, I'm more in favor of eliminating kickoffs. Sure. And not I'm extra points or field mm-hmm. goals. Well, because kickoffs are the that. ultimate in. I mean, they're, I mean, they they're very did. mundane. They never yeah. really end up well. The only I mean, occasionally the only, they end up in turnovers the fun, for the Packers. The only fun time we had with kickoffs was when Cordell Patterson was running them back. Oh. And, uh, There's no more like Devin was, Hester's. No, or, no, 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 nothing cool like that. No. Mm, I would, I would like to take this moment to uh, deny the accusations of collusion. I only discuss these things with people on my academic level. Oh Ooh. yes, yeah. God, yes, not, Damn. not far below. Oh, this, this is mm. fantastic. You don't want to no. dumb yourself down. No. Like we no. have to See, on a weekly yeah. basis. Oh, my yep. God. It's just. Uh, that, is, that hurts. I can Shut only up. imagine what it was like growing up with him. My goodness. Oh, man. Um, I have a diagnosis for the Vikings. Um, Ooh. They have a condition. Uh, it's called the white player itis, uh, where they have too many white, white guys playing. White player itis. It's too many white players playing wide receiver with this Chad Beebe guy. Oh. Now. Yo. Um, and. I'm glad you're, you. This proves my point because one of the symptoms of having too many white guys playing receiver is uh, people from Wisconsin start caring about your team more. And, true. And then like Very true. sales numbers of like the alternate jerseys where it's camouflage so that the team colors start rising as well. Sure. Uh, so this condition needs to be treated really fast, or else you know we're going down a dark path. Listen, the only reason um, I was super into seeing Chad Beebe uh, on the field is because he is the son of Packers legend Don Beebe. Oh, that's uh, right. Uh, Ex Buffalo Bill, four time Super Bowl loser, Don Beebe. <laughs> mm, scrappy. Um, but then oh, the I'm Leon Lett fumble. Yep. That's Don Beebe, baby. <laughs> and uh, but then he came, you know, came home, came over to Wisconsin and uh got his got his Super Bowl win, just like every other uh white wide receiver should do. Sure. <laughs> so came right. home. Keep losing, come o- yeah, come home. We'll get you we'll get you that ring. Mm-hmm. That's all I got on the Vikings. Any uh, last well, Vikings I, diagnosis? I, you know, that's good because uh, talking about white wide receivers, uh, Adam Thielen is uh, looking 
Looks a little sick uh, around the gills there. <laughs> um, so I'm going to officially diagnose him with the yips. The yips. Um, he had a chance to set the all-time record, and uh, wow, really, like you said, Rob, kind of put in a clunker. Uh, real stinker of a game. So uh, Yes, he did. I, and no I, digs either. No, no Well, digs. I'm not worried about digs. I'm talking about Thielen here. Just because saying that he's he should have had as many opportunities to, they should have been targeting Diggs didn't him. Get pl- I don't think he played. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. He didn't play, so Thielen should yeah, have been the so guy really featured. Double, yeah, but uh, we were featuring I think Delvin Cook in his 22 mile per I hour. Featuring speed. Don Beebe's kid or Chad. Chad. I yeah. just see. I just see this. You know, in the playoffs when it really comes down to the line, these yips are going to come back. That you can't mm. get rid of them. You can suppress them with you know drugs and alcohol, which we all do. But <laughs> Hell yeah. um, absolutely, drink to that. Yeah, it's. It, Doctor's orders. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> severely medicated, but uh, they're going to come back, and uh, they could come back just at the wrong moment. It is like a Vikings player to like choke in a big moment. I'm telling you. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I mean, you find one way to choke during every podcast I mean, without Sometimes fail. Sometimes multiple. At least. Yeah. That Tavares Jackson times. question is haunting me still. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you really should have gotten that. All I right. may or may not have sent him a text immediately, being like, "Dude." Yeah, that's yeah. Tough. call why, yourself a fan. This is why you don't have a diploma. Oh, I have a PhD in football. Yeah. Do you even have like a GED? <laughs> do you have anything? I got my GED. You do? It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, Hell yeah, man. Nice Good job, for dude. you. Probably. Yeah. All right. Well, I took lifting like six times. It was awesome. Well, let, we'd be remiss Failed if we didn't. Time. Yeah. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention that the leaders of the division, Ugh. the Chicago Bears, absolutely crushed. The Buffalo Football Bills, forty-one to three. <laughs> they had uh, poor Nathan Peterman. I, uh, poor guy. You know, it's not fair that the Bears got to play the worst quarterback of all time, Nathan Peterman, while the Vikings had to play and the, the, the best quarterback and of all time, Packers too. He had, a, yeah, but he was on a, whatever. Uh, the goat, <laughs> um, well Josh played. Allen. Um, it's just not fair. Okay, that's all I'm saying. It's not fair. Um, I, that's I, football, man. One of my favorite things because you know you're such a stat guy or whatever i like that peterman uh threw i believe it was three interceptions and his all-time passer rating actually went up (laughs) up. from this game good for him so you know he's he's trending in the right direction against a defense that is letting the best the worst quarterback in the league get better now that's a spin zone i think yes yes so there you go um he sucks Uh, so do the bears I actually have a diagnosis uh, for a Bears player. Um, it's for uh, Mitch Trubisky. So on oh, the handsome, ba- on the Bears on the Bears scoring Robert. drives today, uh, so all the all the drives they scored a field goal or touchdown on. He had sixty yards passing and ninety yards of pass interference yes. yardage. Yes. So <laughs> yes. I'm diagnosing him with Joe Flacco itis. Um, there is no cure for it. You, you just, just add itis to some some phrase, <laughs> and that a, becomes a that's medicine, baby. That's medicine. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. Uh, there's no cure for it, but an elite defense can mask the symptoms. So uh, he's in a good spot right now. But I have my eye on him. He has Joe Flacco itis written all over him. They don't ask how; they ask how many. That's what my Ooh, father I, taught no, me. That, okay, oh, cool. All right, cool. Go Bungles. Go Bungles. <laughs> that's exactly right. All right, well. That was playing doctor. Any other diagnoses I'm good. that we want to give? I'm all diagnosed out. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take a break. Yeah, we need to take a break. So when we come back, uh, we got to do this again. What? Every week. Get, he's back. He's back. Oh. He's, he's back always. from his... Uh, he never left. He's back from his uh, 
Kenny Bunkport or wherever he was at um, for his, uh, Kenny, his trip. The com- Ken, Kenny Chesney, you said? He went to a Kenny, Kenny Chesney, Chesney concert. He went to a Kenny okay, Chesney cool. concert. Yeah, there's no, yeah. There's there's no, no Wi-Fi that, that was. The uh, Commissioner's Corner, is, we're going to have to visit again. We'll get through it together when we come back on Kings of the North. We're back on the Kings of the North. Thanks for coming back with us. That's the joke. <laughs> well, it's that time of the show where we have to uh, we have to listen to our evil fantasy football commissioner <laughs> in a little segment we call the Commissioner's Corner. Hey guys, and welcome uh, back I'm to the Commissioner's already. Corner. I'm sure you missed me last week. Did not. Uh, it's been a pretty eventful week in the Kings of the North Fantasy League. Trade went down between myself and Professor Pigskin. He gave me a couple established pit players for some rookies and a handful of picks. <laughs> you know, obviously singling that I'm pretty confident in the fact that I'm contending for the title. Wow! And <laughs> Professor is, you know, probably tanking this year <laughs> and <laughs> trying to rebuild his, his shitty team. But then He's been watching he goes and wins his game seasons. this week. So <laughs> you know. Professor, you got to make up your mind. I don't know if you're tanking or, or what. And with that win, and Rob's win, and Beefcake's loss, all the guys, all of you guys on Kings of the North podcast have a four and five record. Oh, no one has established themselves as the clear cut dominant force on the program. Well, it's only week one. So yeah, the season's know. about to begin. It's going to be interesting so to see true. how the, the rest of the season plays like out. like the NFC North. You know, <laughs> obviously none of you guys are going to win the championship, but, you know, one of you has got to be on top in the podcast, so I guess Damn we'll right. see who it is. That's the real champ. Other People's than that, champ. you know, things are still pretty tight. Uh, square toes, juggernaut team, <laughs> sputtered a little <laughs> bit this team week, got kickers. overtaken by Chad from Oshkosh. Ooh, um, no Yorn's looking locked in for the playoffs, but well, other than that, it's, it's still a dogfight out there. Uh, so, you know, keep grinding, guys. Till next week. That's well. I do. I didn't know that we were all the same record. That is kind of nice. he brought that up. He, he, that was a lot better than some of the previous weeks. Yeah, he actually provided value instead of bragging about his stupid team. Which yeah. I, I totally. I still him off, wouldn't by vote the way. for him, but you know. It, He's not that bad, guys. Oh, he, don't you're gonna really ruin your goodwill. Some of these you're games. gonna ruin your goodwill in this mm. podcast if you bring that type of attitude in here. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want to get on our bad side. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the commissioner's corner for this week. Um, let's move on to another segment, everybody. Uh, this is a new segment. We've been debuting new segments yeah, so this is much this what season. You're to be a fan of Kings of the North. So this segment. Um, this is the crystal ball, ladies and gentlemen. So let's set the mood a little bit here. Ooh. Oh, spooky. It's time for us to look into the future, to look into our crystal ball, as it were, and uh, give some predictions for the remainder of this season. Uh, so with that, um, Beefcake, why don't you go ahead and look into your crystal ball and uh, tell us what's about to happen. Well, you know, I've seen a new... People always talk a lot about products in the NFL. You know, these, these things that get into locker rooms and can change the way players perform. You could say it could enhance their play on the field. Yeah. I have one product that's going to creep its way into every locker room in the NFL by the end of the year. Oh, great so, That's right. It's Duke Cannon. <laughs> that's right. Duke Cannon is going to find its way into every locker room in the NFL. The 
official men's grooming product of Kings of the North. Clearly. And um, I think it's going to elevate the playing field. It'll make it a better product for everybody. I will say that's the one the one and only thing that can turn Clay Matthews' season around. That, that long hair he has. Uh, a little bit candid of that would go a long ways, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's, too. yeah that's my prediction. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a great prediction. Let's, we can only hope that it happens. <laughs> Katie's rocking out with this mystical <laughs> enchantment music, so that's why I want to sing about dragons right now or some shit like that. Yeah, we'll get some Dio going later. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we'll get some Dio going. All right, uh, Professor, give us your, uh, look into your crystal ball. So I'm gazing into the ball here, and I see that by the end of the season, officially, the Rogers and Danica relationship will be broken up. <laughs> uh, and then not only that, but by the off-season, there will be rumors of a Rogers-Kardashian relationship, <laughs> which is actually uh, part of Goodell's secret plot to try to like reverse the NBA's ratings gain on them. He's figured that the Kardashians are the reason why for the days of the wow. NBA players. And so there's going to be a Rogers-Kardashian relationship mandated by Goodell in order to make NFL ratings raise again. That's wow. what I see in my ball. Wow. What's uh, Kardashian? Um, uh, the... the Orb is still a little like foggy. I uh, know, hope it's the orb is actually football shaped. <laughs> it's, it's foggy and it's hard to see. Hopefully, it's bounces weird. She can do better. Yes. I will say, like, you know, she can do be- much better than what she's doing right now. And even Rogers would be an upgrade. So, but I will see. That's pretty intense. Caitlyn we'll Jenner, perhaps. Maybe it's gonna. Yeah. Someone okay. is a Kardashian clan. It's hot, man. Please, don't hear me arguing. <laughs> All right, Doctor Pigskin. I mean, normally you don't believe in this whole, like, uh, all this kind of telling the future because the ball's are grounded in reality. Grounded in reality, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. just uh, just indulge us. Um, I think that when I look into the crystal ball, what I see is that uh, Laqu- Laquan Treadwell is going to make or break the Vikings. Ooh. Probably break. Probably Yes, this is an excellent If you look back... You know, if we if we use prediction to, to actual prediction and use actual stats, not the stats that Mr. Pigskin likes to use, but, but real ones, um, you'll see that you know in games where he's done pretty well, we we won. You know, the Vikings have won. They won this last week. He did some good plays. Sure. You look at the week before. You know, there's times where he he made a a key stop, but then he threw his his helmet to. Uh, <laughs> Get a penalty, uh, which really, really could have added up yeah, for us. Great. So if you look back at in the past, you know, and his inconsistent playing, he's going to be the key. Wow. No rest on the contract. That's the scariest thing I've heard all week. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a Dan Bailey. Oh, oh, no, no. You know what you're getting with him. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah. All right. All skips last week. Well, that's good. Not that it matters. I don't know. When it matters, that's when his true colors go to us. All right, um, I'm looking into my crystal football, and here's what uh, here's what I'm seeing: back-to-back 40-year-olds winning the MVP. Because we had Tom Brady last year, right? This year, won Drew Brees. Oh, and win, win MVP. I, I I have nothing bad to say about that prediction. That's uh, that's about as spot on as it can get. You're you're seeing that pretty clear, aren't you? Oh, uh, crystal clear. I can. I'm kind of with you too on that. I hope you've been on the Kirk Cousins MVP bandwagon all since I signed him. This there it is. Flip flop. Flip flopper. Uh, is that who you want in office, people? 
how he's been his entire life. Uh, this is a flopper. Shut up, guys. We're barely in the He's flip-flopping between being a professor and a reverend. Make up your mind. I don't think you're either. I haven't seen a diploma. I haven't seen a diploma. No. His diploma is... That's it's fake news. I'll show it to you. No. All, All right. right. All right. Beefcake, your next prediction. All right. Well, I'm looking into the crystal ball a little bit, and I'm seeing some change in the Vikings quarterback room. Not oh, Kirk Cousins. Don't what? worry. He's still there. I, I, I do. I do. You know, you paid the man. You got to you gotta stick with him for at least, at least another half season. Um, but I do see uh, changing at the guard, the backup spot, which will be playing probably by the end of the year. Mm. And I see the Vikings signing one Bradford, <laughs> <laughs> who was released this last week. Oh, um, man. Still That's getting right. paid his full salary. Still mind getting you. paid his full salary to sit yeah. on the bench. God bless that guy. And, uh, back up Kirk Cousins and Brian sitting on the couch. The guy is brilliant. No one has gotten more money out of the last playing time than that. Guy. That is true. That is and also had like five knees while doing it. Yeah, like he's going to be in a wheelchair in like 10 years, but like he's gonna, it's going to be a nice wheelchair. Again, I, I, I still think it'd be an upgrade in the quarterback room for you. Even Sam Bradford in a wheelchair, I think. Would be a step up from, from what you guys have. He's a nice guy. Look, he's yeah. good for like one game a year, so, you know, mm. it might be nice to have him. I like this. You know, you like that. Okay. I like that. Okay. Well, very good. I guess uh, we'll have to see. All right, Professor, your next prediction. All right, I'm gazing into the football orb. Uh, laces up, of course. And um, I've, I've seen that uh, trouble ahead for the St. Louis Rams. Uh, they looked weak. Um, a really bad Packer squad and then dropping it big time against the Saints. I think they're going to kind of fade the second half of the season. Um, and by the time the playoffs roll around, uh, due to their weak defense, they're going to kind of be seen as like, mm. remember when the Rams were good? Uh, and the real contenders in the NFC will be the Saints, mm -hmm. the Vikings, nope. and the Panthers will be seen mm. as the three best teams in the NFC. I, I agree I on two of those. I certainly agree with the Saints and Panthers. Um, no, I, I and I do agree that the Rams will kind of fade. I think they'll make the playoffs, no doubt. They're but, definitely uh, making the playoffs. The, the West is not. Yeah, strong, but like, <laughs> I just think like their the defense is really bad. They have Aaron Donald and no one else. Um, and Sam Shields. <laughs> yeah, he's a great special teams player. <laughs> makes plays. Yeah, makes uh, plays. And I just think uh, maybe they're a year away still. All right, year and the Lions are o always been a year away from being a year away. Yeah, that's right. So. Always check back a couple in two of years, years. You know, you know, a couple of years away from being. A you got to get years a new away. head coach at least three years. Way, how's, how do you think and the Fairweather fanboy is doing right now? I think he's wearing purple again. I we haven't spoken <laughs> since uh, the Vikings since the uh, that Vikings win. Yeah, he's hard so, to get a hold of right now. Uh, he's a, he's an estranged Lions fan now. <laughs> I think he's uh, no longer in the pride. There's a, there's They're separated. Yeah. yeah. Well, he'll be back. There's a there's a lot more people in the estranged Lions fan group than the actual Lions. Most fan people group. never actually joined the Lions Pride, so <laughs> yeah, well, at least he gave us a shot for a week or two. All right. Well, that's nice. All right, Doctor Pigskin, your next prediction. All right. So as we move towards the end of the season, which is surprisingly close considering it just began. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's um, it's crazy how it flies by yeah. like that. You know. Mm -hmm. yeah. But as we move towards the end, it's gonna be looking like. The Bears may be the ones who are going to take the title, but mm. then, in true Bears fashion, they will epically choke and basically shoot themselves in the foot and mess it up by themselves, and the Vikings will go on 
to take oh, the division. Okay. You, you, ha- you had me Vikings, going. But then, as they move into the playoffs, yes. oh, in yes. true Vikings tradition, in, in true Vikings fashion, the fog. they will <laughs> probably also epically choke, probably because of Laquan Treadwell. <laughs> I love wow. this prediction. Full circle predictions. Yep. I mean, I, I love this prediction. Sorry, mom. I love this prediction, but like. Let's let's be perfectly well, honest here. You certainly don't need a crystal ball to see that one. <laughs> no. I mean, that is about you know. If you want to talk about learning from your past or whatever, you people, yeah, you know, I don't whatever. Um, that this is how it works, and uh, I think you you just omitted a, a small thing that I'll oh. just you know help you out with is the Packers squeaking in as the wild card will go on and win the no, whole thing. So. Packers are irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we pulled the plug on them already. They yeah. are now. They're terminal. Mm-hmm. They are terminal. now. But come come January, you never know. They've hey, lost it's still anyone's division. They've lost 100% That's of the games. That's what I like about the NFC North right now. Sure, sure. There's still, you know, no one's really running away with it. Even the Lions in last place are, what, like two games out now? Something like that, Something yeah. like that. So there's anything time. could happen. All right. Uh, my next prediction. Um, we, uh, we talked about this. I can't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago. Um, my prediction is this will be the only season that we see the green zone. Oh, football. I like that. I hope you're right. I'll say that much. I really hope you're right. I mean, it's it's fine. It's all right. But the field is already green. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't add it's, anything. To it's it. like the most useless gimmick. And there's already a yellow line. We, we've gone over this already. It's like so. I want more green and yellow on the field, obviously, all the time. But even I, I mean, Gross. even 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 I'm saying this is this is egregious at this point. It's just kind of redundant. You know, like more, well, it's more greener. Like, what's next? Are going to make the entire like red zone like an actual like red? Like, it's now be that'd be kind of. I see. I'd be, be. I'd be more into that than the green. That would zone. be an improvement over the green zone. I'll sure. I, I'll give. I'll give. Uh, I'll give uh, NBC this. I like that they're trying new stuff. Sure. And trying to incorporate technology. like we uh, new new faith the the whole thing with like the kick or not the or kicks or. now where they show like yeah would have been cool. good from this that distance cool. and like all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff I love that they're trying to do new things and you know some stuff's not going to work but at least they're trying it so that's right I'm going to say that they're going to discard the green zone mm-hmm. I, again not a very bold prediction but uh, looking in my crystal football I do see an end to the green zone sure this yeah. music has taken a very ominous turn. Yeah, well, well yeah. the crystal's very ominous indeed. Yeah, yes. and speak, speaking of ominous, <laughs> that brings me well to my last prediction here. Um, so I've been watching a lot of the All-22, you know, really diagnosing the plays what? Uh, for the Green Bay Packers, not looking at some, like, stat sheet. No, I'm actually looking at the plays as they unfold. The bad mm. play calls over. And um, I, I see, I see a, a, a player in green and gold holding a trophy at the end <laughs> of the year. It is. It, this is aside from the Lombardi Trophy. Uh, I see rookie cornerback Jair Alexander holding the Defensive Rookie of the Year Trophy. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, exactly. You don't know about him because he never lets anybody pass against him. He's been a complete mm. shutdown cornerback almost all year since he's been playing, and he's only going to continue. Nobody throws at him at all, and uh, he's bringing home the hard way this year. Interesting. That's a... I like that prediction. I, I know. What does that trophy we'll look like? Um, probably a muscle. It's enough? probably a muscle. A muscle. Like it's <laughs> just a, a bicep. bicep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's laminated. Bulging veins. Yeah. Oh, it's laminated with gold. And uh. then actually <laughs> on top of that is cast with uh, platinum. 
So it's <laughs> platinum and then gold underneath it. Wow. That's, that's, that's a pretty awesome. A ridiculous trophy for a ridiculous <laughs> prediction. Ah, um, it's pretty badass. Right? Trophy. That's what I'm it's saying. The sounds of it. I'll give him that. All right. Professor, your last prediction. All right. Um, when I look around the NFL this year and I see the top teams in the league, I see New Kansas City Chiefs, who remind me very much of the 1998 Vikings. Mm. And as I look forward into the crystal football, I don't know which week, which round of the playoffs, but I see a missed field goal causing heartache and sorrow amongst Kansas City Chiefs fans whose team will let them down, clearing the path for yet another New England Super Bowl run. Mm. I, I can't argue against that at all. That's mm. that's too, that's that's perfect. Yeah, there's, there's that team is so 98 Vikings, and so they're going to have a 98 Vikings end to the season. It's just going to happen, people. This is happening now. And you know Tom Brady's going to make the Super Bowl. Like, it's just... Tom Brady sneaks in, yeah. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. Because, like, unlike the NBA, there's no parody in the NFL, and... <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well... Only time will tell. I mean, the, are you seeing it crystal clear or is it a little hazy? I mean, there's always a little fog in the football, the crystal football, no doubt. But um, I, I am, in addition to being an academic and a reverend, I am <laughs> gift with the seer's eye. And so I think I can see through the fog pretty well. See to ears, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Surprisingly clever. <laughs> you. I'm on tonight, baby. It's election night. <laughs> That's right. He's yeah. feeling energized. I, I vote for you. All right. Dr. Pigskin, your final prediction. So the last thing I have written down in my uh, leather-bound notebook here, my leather-bound <laughs> journal. It smells of mahogany. Uh, yes, like all true academics have. Um, I have an iPad. By the end of season two of Kings of the North podcast, <laughs> Mr. Pigskin will officially be exposed as the fraud he is. Yes! That's I, I think we've already gotten there. Right? That was this like is... within five minutes of episode one. <laughs> a fraud in what way? A charlatan. Charlatan. I I have the documents. Not even a good charlatan. Trickery and tomfoolery. That's that. all you have. I have legitimate documents. Okay. They just, they're being shipped to me right now. and they're Are they made with crayon? Lost in the mail. Uh Oh, was that that Nigerian prince that reached out to you? Oh, yeah, 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 he's cool. Yeah, I like that guy. Okay. (laughs) He and I have got a deal going that you would not believe. It can't be my deal. Trust me. (laughs) You have no idea. A different Nigerian prince got in touch with both of you. You guys are so lucky. You get all the breaks. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that prediction, that is the... That is a lock. That yeah, there's no. Mm-hmm. Of all yeah, the predictions incredible. we've gotten so far, I, mean, I think he'll be eating crow on that. I one. like to deal with fact. Yeah, that's yeah. unlike my compatriot. That's just an o- that's Mr. really Pigskin. it's really more of an observation than a prediction. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, my final prediction. Uh, one thing you might have noticed at the uh, Lions Vikings game is, uh, for one, the Lions when they're kicking off to begin the game. Lions kicker like slip it was kind oh, of that the, was weird. That yeah. set the tone for the game. That was great. It really so did. Yeah. kind of a, I don't know what the deal is with that field, but l- also later on in the game, Stafford for one of the many times he went down, he got these like rubber pellets yeah. in his eye, and they had sure. to take a they had to take like a timeout or whatever and uh, address it's part that. of the astroturf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get that it it looks cool and like the slow mo when they show someone like dragging their toe and the pellets come up, but right. I think that they need to. I'm seeing that they're need, gonna need to make a change because someone's gonna get hurt. They're gonna you know their eyes gonna get messed up or something like that. So I predict that they will 
replace the rubber pellets with something a little bit, a uh, little bit less, uh, less, uh, less harsh, mm. and a little bit tastier. I predict that they will replace them with Rice Krispies. Oh, Ooh. okay, okay. Uh, I when guess. you go down, you can hear like a snap crackle. <laughs> Maybe it's less of a, it's kind of a prediction, but also more of a suggestion. Yeah, I'm like, into that. Within three hours of the Vikings installing Rice Krispies on U.S. Bank's um, stadium, that's the turf, Eddie Lacy will be calling <laughs> the Vikings up. To, he will offer to pay Damn us right. to pay for us. Yep. You like know what? Us. I'm at, pro bono. Whatever, whatever gets Lacy back in the league, I am, I am 100 percent on on board uh, with that. I, yeah. I just remember feeling like for Stafford that it's too bad like Zimmer wasn't his coach because he probably had some good tips for how, like overcoming right. like eye issues and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. a missed opportunity there. I'm sure you he couldn't really see sure where to go. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those rubber pellets, they could imagine getting one of those like un- in your eye. Um, I s- so had the worst Sunday ever. I actually slept yeah, when it was the metronome. We had a we had a Boy Scout Boy Scout night there, and I slept on the field and got some of my hair. It sucked. Really? Yeah, it was rough. I had to shave it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was the beginning of the end for you. That was the beginning, yeah. <laughs> it was like four years This was like, yeah, this was like a yeah, couple, couple months ago. So. Okay. Well, that being said, we're going to uh, walk away from the crystal ball. Yeah, the um, secrets are too horrifying to behold he, any further. <laughs> yes, we don't want to tempt fate and uh, look too far into the future. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, a very controversial, scintillating four down territory awaits us so come back with us on kings of the north we're back on kings of the north great to be back yes rob with an h here along with the beefcake professor pigskin e equals mc2 no it doesn't and our extra special guest dr pigskin Mr. pigskin is a fraud (laughs) (laughs) that's how we all agree on the real academic yes (laughs) All right. It's close enough. Well, Good enough. yes. That's pretty let's, good for him, actually. Yeah. Let's, uh, since today is uh, election day, midterm election day, mm. um, we're going to do a politically charged, Ooh. politically themed charge. four down territory. Uh, this week's four down territory athletes that we think would be good as president, that should run for president. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Quite a lot to choose from. I'm looking forward to hearing some of the responses yeah, that we get good. here. We're going to begin with the beefcake. Mm. I wonder what your criteria he, he, is. Well, <laughs> I was thinking a lot about this, and uh, <laughs> I, I think back to uh, who's who's my who's been my favorite president of my lifetime. Okay. Um, and the answer, obviously, is one Mr. Bill Clinton. <laughs> of course. Um, so, <laughs> I was thinking, shocker, what, which athlete would I want? That's you know, just this nice Southern boy. That's you know got a lot of charm. Oh no! Um, some would call him a silver fox, oh, if you will, no. um, <laughs> and uh, one that can really relate to the people. And uh, yeah, people's man. So I think the only answer for this would be Mr. Brett Favre. Well, um, he's off my big board now. Yes, <laughs> got him. I'm comfortable in Wrangler. I mean, yeah. could you imagine like? Instead of saying my name is Brett Favre and I approve this message, he just ends with "I'm comfortable in Wrangler." It'd be incredible. I'd, I'd love the stories of like President Favre like mowing his own lawn, like the, right. of like the White House. Oh, <laughs> uh, it'd be incredible. That would be pretty cool. Always so. wearing uh, like copper sleeves or whatever <laughs> oh. to the to like the State of the Union. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, the, that's a good one. Yeah. Where's his gold jacket to no, everything? No, mm-hmm. he, he was definitely on my big board. So um, nothing but respect. For Got my guy. Nothing I mean, respect. It's, it's great to see like a, a former Vikings great. Uh, you know, get ahead. Mm, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got the second overall pick. Uh, now, when I think of someone I want as president, I'm thinking about someone who gets results. Mm, and, sure. you know, someone who someone who believes that the ends justify the means. It isn't afraid to oh, bend the rules a little bit. So right. I'm going to take one Bill Belichick. <laughs> of course. <laughs> to be president. Someone who's conniving. <laughs> someone who is, he's, you know, that you're kind of afraid to cross a little bit. But he's going to get the job but, done. Quiet, but his actions speak for themselves. He's a winner. He's a he is the winner. Uh, another in guy coaching. Would, another guy would have an unconventional wardrobe in the office too. Yes, <laughs> might be a running theme throughout this. That'd be okay. Yes. Yeah, kind of a uh, little bit eccentric in that regard, but someone who suit. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> Spends a lot of time in the film room, you know, diagnosing. Uh, the enemy's plans. The amount of like exactly that, right. The amount of like spy satellites above oh, Russia would like yeah. triple. He already Holy has shit. experience with spying. <laughs> so yeah, this makes a lot yeah. of sense actually. Yeah, Bill Belichick. Yeah. All right, Doctor Pigskin. Yeah. So for my first pick, um, I'd like to go with someone who I think is maybe the greatest athlete of our time. Um, someone who has dealt with probably more bullshit than any other athlete has ever had to a real champion oh boy and that's mm. serena williams oh there Ooh. it is she I was like on serena. my board yep. yep she was on my board too take mm. her out damn yeah serena's yeah great. that's that's a great one yeah she's fiery yep uh, I, uh, that's, that's a great pick mm-hmm. she was number two on my board so she's one that great i would pick. actually like vote for well, like, <laughs> genuine, yeah like I'd i would genuinely vote venus for her. could be her yeah. vice president yeah I, I mean that would be that's great like that tandem yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, awesome. undefe- they're like yeah. The, the best duo of all time so why not tr- take it to the next it's round it's funny how when those two play doubles like they they used to play doubles and they wouldn't play for like years and then when they come together they'd be like unranked and like a major and they just destroy everybody yeah. <laughs> it was like un- totally unfair but uh but yeah the the williams yeah. sisters and serena in particular good call i'm i'm bringing a little bit dose of um genuineness to this podcast for maybe the first time in yeah, its entire run. Time. Hey, look, if there's one thing we are, it's genuine. Now, <laughs> informed might not be the case or any mm, all these other words you want to yeah. throw around, but we are genuine. I believe him when he says that. <laughs> well, if I'm going to be my most genuine self, then obviously I have to take Randy Moss with the first yeah. overall pick. <laughs> and now I know what you guys are saying. Oh, the professor's taking Randy Moss first, but actually I have a good argument for it because great. as we're we know, about to, the we're about U.S. To hear government it. is in a budget crisis, and <laughs> the biggest way you get in debt is by spending money you don't have. But Randy Moss only pays with straight cash, homie, so mm. he's not going to like write That's checks or like swipe the U.S. credit card. So he would get us out of this debt thing real fast. So. Randy Moss and his uh, pocket full of straight cash homie. All right, good call. Well, it's a snake draft. All right. Go ahead and take the first so pick of the second round, Professor. Second, uh, overall pick. Excuse me, Mr. Pigskin. Uh, yes. Not you two, guys. <laughs> I'm telling Mom, you're such a bully. <laughs> cyber bully. I'm her favorite, so she yeah. won't be mad. You're bullying me in real life, and this is on the internet. You're cyber bullying me and real bullying me at the same time. Well, I Ten guess. for one. Just Millennia win, Trump will be coming after me then, because oh, no. we yes. all know how much she hates cyberbullying. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> clearly taking She's a big clearly monitoring it. the situation. <laughs> yep. Um, well, for my second overall pick, um, one of the biggest problems facing the world today is 
war, violence, and everyone talks about how we need world peace. And so, <laughs> who better to elect Jesus. as president than uh, the player formerly known as Ron Artest, Mr. Meta World Peace, <laughs> who would be a better uh, fit for office? His world peace is in his name. How could That's... that? How could he not be good at that? Yeah, there's something to that. It, it does strike me that the guy named Meta World Peace was one of the like. One of the guys who went out in the crowd and like beat up fans, the malice at the palace, and he also like he was a he was a pretty vicious player sometimes. <laughs> so he has a couple skeletons in the closet, sure. That's sure. all right, you know. You got to as be long as you're upfront about it, you know. You know, and the thing is, he's made mistakes, but he's learned from them. So, he's a champion. Yeah, and he's a champion. So, uh, Metal World Peace uh, would be my second overall pick. Good call. Good call. That's all right, Doctor Pigskin. All right, so for my second pick, um, this is actually my probably my personal favorite athlete is who I'm going with next, um, and it's someone who is um, very big on breaking boundaries, who pushes things to modernization of this. maybe ancient things, and this is um, Misty Copeland, who oh, is sure. mm, nice. yes the very first um, African American woman to ever be a principal dancer at American Ballet Theater. Mm. I love this. Missy Copeland's badass. She is <laughs> awesome. Have you seen her calves? Those are ridiculous. Now they're certainly bigger than uh, Mr. Pigskin's here. <laughs> you guarantee that. It's not that hard to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. He sits in a chair all day. Uh, uh, yeah. He's I, only into the glamour muscles. I feel like Beefcake wouldn't vote for her just because he's threatened by her superior calf muscles. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, look, it takes a big man to admit when you know <laughs> there's there's some, someone better than you at some at something, and uh, yeah, I will uh, absolutely bow down to Misty Copeland on that one. There you go. All right, my second pick. Um, I'm going to take someone who I feel kind of, he's he's deceased, but let's okay. posthumously we're going sure. to nominate him in his prime. In his prime, because he has. He already has experience in government. He is the Minister of Defense, <laughs> Reggie yes, White. Yes, I'm into that. That's awesome. So, definitely someone who's got experience in, uh, you know, previous government experience um, as the Minister of Defense would uh, would do well at, in the big seat of president. So, sure. uh, Reggie White. He could easily he single handedly take over the country, kind of thing. You know, just really. Just manhandle his his opposition into oh, submission. Absolutely. Oh my God. Charismatic. Oh, incredible. Yeah. And and a family man at that. You know. You know a really good natured soul as well. That's exactly right. All right, beefcake. You've got the turn. Well, I started thinking a little bit about this, and what what are some other things I want in my uh, president? I want I want I want a gentleman who's going to be, you know, who's not going to take no shit from nobody. <laughs> Um, <laughs> nice and fiery, sure. you know, wear his emotions on his sleeve. So I'm going to take one John McEnroe. <laughs> John McEnroe? <laughs> Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac. Okay. I I just feel like he would do whatever it takes to fight for his country and, uh, you know, let the world know exactly what he thinks all the time. Wow, good call. Wow. That's a uh, Johnny I, I didn't expect to hear his name invoked tonight. I didn't either, but uh, that was a curveball. I like hey, it. He, he used to play Davis Cup. He was a proud uh, Davis Cup American player. So, so. yeah, foreign policy experience. Okay. Yes, he does. Oh, absolutely. Sense. All right, good call. Well, with my well, uh, no, you've got another I do one. Have one more, um, and kind of off of that same vein, uh, I'm going to take somebody another who's going golfer? to. 
defend his. He's you know, a really, player. he's going to defend his Whatever. team, his country. Um, he's again not going to take any shit. And uh, I'm taking Bill Lambeer. <laughs> Bill Lambeer, jeez. <laughs> Someone who plays dirty. Yes. Hey, just win. You yeah. know, don't let. And, and if somebody comes and pushes your teammate, you push him back down. You know, That's he's right. not. He's gonna put America first. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Detroit, so you know. He cares, there you go. <laughs> caring about Detroit matters apparently. Clearly. I don't know. Um, yeah. you, you found like the only NBA player dirtier than the guy I picked. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to. It's hard to top like, yeah. beer in terms of dirtiness. All right. Uh, my third pick. Um, just looking at the current political landscape, uh, you might have, uh, I think a, a year or two ago, there was the story about the, um, I think it was the, the, co- the congressional candidate who uh, body slammed a <laughs> sure. reporter. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Trump came out to rally for him and said, like, the guy who body slammed someone, this is my kind of guy. So kind of going oh, off no. of that i'm going to no. take someone who no. is awesome God at body it. slamming no, yes. i'm taking former viking brock lesnar <laughs> oh. to be my president so oh. anyone gets in his face suplex he'll city. just he'll just <laughs> yeah he'll unleash <laughs> suplex city upon them and uh that can be our foreign policy just him suplexing like f- other heads of state and uh yeah that's the way that we can run things because that's where this country's going yeah. it's just you know one big wrestling so, match so, so saying, might as well get the best you're saying lean into it lean you know? into it exactly All be right. ahead of the curve Can't we're taking brock lesnar former viking <laughs> yeah i like that we have three former vikings greats brock lesnar randy moss and brett Favre. That's, that's right that's the that's the cream we of got the a crop great right team <laughs> all right dr pigskin I'm guessing you're going to take a slightly more civilized approach than Brock Lesnar. Yep, I probably. But, you know, um, this next one is also one of the greatest of all times. Um, She's just had incredible accomplishments. And, um, yes, for the record, every single person on my list is a woman because that's just what I'm about. Rock and roll. Um, We've had our chances. Yeah, yeah. we've had plenty. And you know you haven't done that great. All things We're considered, football guys. I mean, <laughs> we, we need to we need to take a playoff. You know, like sit this one out. Let yeah. the, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. catch our breath take on the knee. sideline. You know, something like that. So um, I want to throw this one out to someone who has demonstrated like incredible endurance, accomplishment, and taking a stand for stuff she believes in, and that is Simone Biles, who just became like the most decorated. Um, gymnast Gymnast, in American history and she did it while she had kidney stones. There you go. I'm talking about someone with calves. Yes, she had kidney stones. Fight through the pain, you know? Yep. That's right. Lay it on the line for your your country. Yeah. Your sport. (laughs) Yep. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. She's got she's got real low pad level. I'll just say that. (laughs) That is badass. She's like, yeah, like five feet tall at most, maybe less. Mm -hmm. It would be pretty pure power. I'm just like imagining like her walking up to other world leaders and like she's like way shorter than them but like she's also like more ripped them uh, than yeah them. and can like Oof. if they like talk shit through she can like do like a backflip over their heads yep gymnasts are like mm-hmm. some of the most ripped athletes yeah did, did you see the Core picture muscles. of of Oof. the final five from from rio with her and the other four like they were just ripped yeah. as of course they are as yeah. anyone yeah. and it's honestly inspiring yeah. every four years when the olympics is on i'm like why wouldn't i do gymnastics holy shit these people are insane yep mm. All right, Professor, you've got the uh, last pick of the third round and snake draft first pick of the fourth. All right, I'm going to go in, in two very different directions for this pick. Uh, my first one, I'm going to push the boundaries a little bit here, uh, which is what I'm all about. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going less for like this political candidate and more like 
they're running these people are running as like a whole tandem all right and i'm picking the entire minnesota lynx organization yeah. that's uh, a great got, pick. Like, president vice president <laughs> that's a great like, pick. The entire cabinet uh that's an organization Even glenn taylor no no not glenn glenn is <laughs> glenn is out i don't the mystery turn the team over to the people i'm telling you <laughs> The, the fact that like the Lynx are like such a great run organization and the Wolves are such a badly run organization, well, they're <sighs> owned by the same person, will forever be a mystery to me. Uh, but it does tell you that like women need to be in charge of more shit. Always, because uh, yep. if they Always. can if they can overcome Glenn Taylor, then they can overcome the country. So I'm putting the entire like get Cheryl Reeves in there. I don't care. Even Jim Pete can come along too. He can be like yeah, the, the, sure. the token dude. Um, I'm taking the entire Lynx roster to run the nation as a whole. Um, if I have to pick, pick one president, it's obviously going to be Lindsey Whalen. They'll share the ball. Mm-hmm. You know? They'll share the ball. They'll be very efficient, I right. would say, right. uh, with the country. You know, yeah. It won't take any bad shots, that's for sure. No bad shots. Um, and lastly, uh, we're picking athletes to run. I got a, I got one more duo, one more tandem duo here. Um, I'm picking um, for president – and Vice President uh, Chad from Oshkosh with downtown PD Brown <laughs> yeah. as his running mates. Uh, two former Kings of the North guest athletes. Wow. Um, and they're both injured right now, so they don't got much else to do, so they can really focus on their sure. campaign and get out there, shake some hands. Chad is just perpetually babies. injured. Yeah, so uh, I think those two, you've heard them on the show before. They're fantastic and really wise they guys. Very personable. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll have great ideas for Incredible the future charisma. of our country. Oh, they got ideas, that's for sure. <laughs> and so, I, and plus it'd be a, a real coup for hey, like some Kings of the North uh, family to uh, get some government seats uh, and kind of maybe mm. direct some taxpayer dollars towards ah, us. There so, it is. Like there it is. Handout. So, yeah, so I'm going with... Uh, We're in a depression. Chad from Oshkosh <laughs> for president and uh, downtown Petey Brown as vice president. Wow. Well, that's... Uh, I would definitely... I pull a lever for them, absolutely. All right, Doctor Pigskin, your last pick. All right, for my last pick, I'm going to go in a slightly different direction than I have for for my last three. Um, and so this woman um, was actually a, a favorite amongst the Kings of the North a podcast, and that is oh. Danica Patrick. Yes, <laughs> because let's face it, she was on my board. She can do better. <laughs> than what she's doing oh. now. <laughs> she can do better. So yeah, She's wow. not taking Aaron Rodgers to no. the White House. No, no, not at all. He is not the first man? The first, the first man? The first, first gentleman? Man. Would, the first, first gentleman. I like that. First, yeah, That's bad. That'll not be Aaron. Not, sure it no, will be. Not my me? first gentleman. <laughs> no. No. So I think she's been, she's been settling, and so I think now it's time for her to uh, reach for her full potential. Set her sights on the White House. Yeah. Yep. I mean, think, think of like... Go, Daddy. <laughs> oh, man. Sure. Be... She's got some business experience. <laughs> All right. Well, good call. All right. Uh, for my final pick, I've got awesome. a couple of couple of options here. But I'm going to take... Pick carefully because I've got... Yeah, I know. You've got, you've got an ace up your sleeve, I'm sure. A lot of good people on the board. Um, I'm going to take probably the most politically charged football player that there's been. I'm wow. going to take Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, there it is. Too. Oh, yeah. Because I like yep. I like someone who isn't afraid to lay it all out, out on the line, sure. And uh, for their, tell it like it is, tell it like it is, mm-hmm. willing to risk everything, right? And I think it's still it's still so ridiculous mm-hmm. that that like Nathan Peterman is right. a quarterback, right. and there's all these just god awful quarterbacks out there, so and he's many. just still waiting out there. Mm-hmm. Kaepernick would so, start on like 15 teams yeah. right now today. Yeah, so yeah. I think it'd like be the Vikings. Uh, 
<laughs> I'd take them. <laughs> there, oh, there it is. Hey, don't turn your back on Captain Kirk like that. Oh no, I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to give up Captain Kirk, but I would, I would take Kaepernick, and he, he would have been on my list if I had been picking men. There but it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not about that life. <laughs> that would definitely be. It would be a shift in this country's future if all of a sudden we elected Colin. Ka- Can you imagine him being the one to follow up Trump? Oh, oh, incredible. Jesus. This is from one extreme to the other. The white Nike I'd like house. It. There's nothing more the patriotic. White Nike house, that's right. <laughs> the white Nike. There's nothing more patriotic than like protesting, and, and he's, he's great. Yeah, good yep. call. All right, you've got Mr. Irrelevant, or Mrs. Irrelevant, perhaps. Uh, I think is, you can hardly call this gentleman irrelevant. Um, so I'm picking somebody who not only wears his emotions on his sleeve uh, like I want, you know, he's not going <laughs> to... He's not going to give any shits about anything, but he's also got business experience. He was actually the uh, the uh, interim head of the WWF for a, a day or two. <laughs> That's right. I'm taking the rattlesnake himself, oh, Stone man. Cold Steve yes. Austin. I can't believe he's on the board. He was on my board. Two beers. Three beers. <laughs> yes. A shot of whiskey. This is his, like... State of, the Union address. State of the Union <laughs> <laughs> That's a yeah. platform I can get behind. Yeah, the Stone Cold platform. <laughs> Stone he Cold. was on my list. He was on my list for sure. <laughs> I'm glad that you took him. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm someone shocked. Did. I'm um, shocked that he lasted. I had multiple <laughs> I had multiple wrestlers on mine, and, but he was a headliner for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, any last notable people on your guys' list you want to shout out real quick? Uh, Tim Tebow. Oh, Tim, Tim Tebow, Tebow, sure. Uh, I had uh, Kevin Garnett. KG. I had... Uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah, Vince. I had uh, Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Marshawn. <laughs> Beast mode. Uh, I, had, uh, I had my boy Sebastian Janikowski mm-hmm. just because I like him so much. <laughs> Jimmy Butler was a, a <laughs> really <laughs> tough one to get to keep out of there. Oh, God. But, uh, <laughs> Ocho Cinco because he's a little more flair. Yeah, exactly. Oh, can we, can we just really quick? I know we, we should have talked about this earlier, but uh, – uh, shout out to Mike T- Michael Thomas for bringing back the Joe Horn oh, cell phone yeah. this week. Shit, that I was so about that. awesome. I freaked out when he <laughs> it did that. Awesome. He pulled, it was so as cool. As soon as he got on his knees and pulled the pad, I was like, no, is it? And it was a cell phone. It, it was, was so cool. Awesome. So cool. I cried I cried a little bit. It was my favorite festival yeah. celebration of all time. And to see it redone, that was amazing. That was so great. <laughs> yeah, good for him. That was awesome. Well, that was four down territory, everybody. Pretty good. Pretty awesome. That was hot. Yeah, very hot. Well, and if there's anyone you think we missed, definitely uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it might be. You got it. And uh, you can let us know who we missed. So with that, we're going to take a quick break. Let me come back, look ahead to this week's games, and uh, wrap things up here in Kings of the North. Kings of the North is back. Let's go. All right. It's great to be back. Well, we're going to wrap things up here. Before we do, uh, let's... uh, We've been encouraging our vast, vast listenership <laughs> Huge. to uh, leave us leave us uh, reviews on iTunes, five star preferably, but uh, you know whatever works. Um, so, Professor, we've got a new review. We were running pretty low there for a little <laughs> while, but uh, somebody came through and left us a review. Yep. Professor, go ahead and uh, read, please. All right. So the title of this review is "Bag of Hammers." Uh, it's from <laughs> Nikolai, nineteen seventy eight. Wow. Wow, um, Nikolai. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and he says, "I get the I get that the world needs ditch diggers, but do those <laughs> ditch diggers really need to host an NFC North podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. too?" <laughs> 
At least they have uh, Bjorn Bjornsson yes. to raise the yep. rating from a one-star bag of hammers podcast to a five-star juggernaut. Single-handedly. Uh, hey, so, you, I guess shout not out, wrong. Shout out to Bjorn for uh, yeah. bringing us the NFL Insider Scoop. Yeah, I mean, the Bjorn, of the that's why yeah. we brought him in. <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, if I may, really quick, uh, very uh, happy happy wishes to Bjorn on the welcoming of his first son, uh, Uter. So, <laughs> uh, just wanted to say um, congratulations, Bjorn. Congrats, man. The, the birth of his son. The birth of, of his son, Uter. And I guess I should say really quickly that uh, since Nikolai left us a review, I should say really quickly that he might have a little bit of land on his uh, Cordero Patterson love, uh, who has been going off the last couple of weeks at running back. Uh, he is a big Cordero guy, so uh, shout out to the land for you, Nikolai. Yeah, sure. he just needed a change of scenery. I think that's yeah, well, not agree on that. I mean, better player he, management. He, he's, you know, ta- he's, yep. taking, he's taking he's taking the Randy Moss route from better fan base. to Oakland to New England. Uh, and it's clearly worked out for him like it did for Randy Moss. So, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's look ahead to uh, this week's NFC North games. Vikings are on a bye. Whew, about time. We're kind of we're kind of banged up right now. Mm-hmm. We need that rest. Yeah. Um, thank goodness we won't have to deal with the professor yeah, going no over shit. games and oh stuff. Oh The Mister Mister. Oh, okay. Pigskin. All right. Thanks. Yeah. God. That dude, Pigskin. Doctor. All right. Um. Lions Bears this week, Ooh. and um, okay, this is a must win for Detroit. I agree. Yeah, Where is, is in in Chicago? Uh, I think. Well, we'll yeah, get uh, sure. get the sta- get that stats I mean, that's a, on it real quick. Yeah, let, let's get our intern in on uh, this. Um, while while he's looking it up feverishly, um, pa- Soldier Field. Yeah, oh tough. boy! That's, yeah. Well, gosh, it goes from it's not getting any easier in terms of. Uh, nope. I mean, that offensive line for Detroit has got to. They gotta get their bearings. Cause <laughs> no kidding. They're giving up ten sacks last week. It's not going to get much easier but, against Chicago. So you know what though? I think uh, Chicago's uh, primed for a staff infection. So I, I agree. Think, That's uh, right. I think the Lions are going to be able to pull this one out. I, I agree. Hope and, and so. Really uh, make make this whole division even more. Certainly, like, you guys are going to be rooting for. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're all Lions fans this week. Let's go. That's right. Absolutely. We're all united. On. All right. Well. Uh, Dolphins uh, coming to Lambeau. Yeah. And uh, kind of a, a, a Dolphins team that's really, they started What's off up? so well. They're, they're having and a now, tough time. Yeah, now things have come, uh, to, come down to earth. This is a, a game that I think Green Bay should win. Well, Brocktober was not very good to them. <laughs> um, uh, that's good for us, though. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's it, it's obviously a warm weather team coming to uh Increasing the frozen colder tundra. climate, you know, right, it's, right. it's that time of the year when the season begins and it starts to, you know, really, really turn the page as far as the yeah. cold comes in. Um, yeah, obviously, the I think the uh, the Packers need they need this one. It's it's time to you know mm-hmm. right the ship a little bit and uh, get, get back a, to one and one. Get a good win at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go get back to five hundred <laughs> one and one. I, I will That's say right. that the Packers should win this game, but if they don't, it's time to start calling for McCarthy's head. Yeah, not, I gotta agree with that. Not in the preseason four, two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's rumblings, but surely you, Beefcake, as an owner, need to start. If you start 0-2, you got to be worried about that. Not at all. Not at all. All right. Well, we'll have to. You'll have to Ted come Thompson's back next. Going week. into the Packers Hall of Fame, by the way. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, God bless. Right him. after they demoted him. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's part what of the kind deal. What organization is this? Well, they're a they're a. A fan-run organization, so yeah. you can Great. blame the beefcake. Ask greatest, him. Greatest fans in the world. What, was this like a Twitter poll or something? Is that how it decided <laughs> this? That's right. Maybe. 
<laughs> All right. Well, come back next week and uh, find out what happened and get our fabulous, fabulous takes on all of these games. So uh, with that, we're going to wrap things up here. I want to thank Dr. Pigskin for coming in and shedding a little bit of light onto the sham that is Mr. The formerly known Professor Pigskin, yeah. who now is just Mr. Pigskin, or uh, that dude Pigskin. You will, you will see the documents one day when my that documents arrive. bum Pigskin. Yep. That's what I like, that bum. <laughs> that bum. Yeah, so thank you, Dr. Pigskin. We'll have to have you back again. You're welcome. Um, whenever we need... Uh, the, pro- the formerly known professor to be cut down to size. <laughs> you know, it's it's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing to do. Well, we appreciate your insights. Uh, bum pigskin, thank you. <laughs> Fuck you guys. And the beefcake. T-shirts. I'd say we've all got a little ooter in all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, scratch that last part. <laughs> this is Rob with an H. Thanks for joining us on Kings of the North. <laughs>